It's Friday, May 12th, 2023. Here's what's shaking at the Almond Alliance. I'm Aubrey Bettencourt, your president and CEO at Your Almond Alliance, the voice of American almonds in Sacramento, Washington, D.C., and beyond. It's been a great week again at the Almond Alliance, kicking off with the announcement from last Friday, but more details came out this week. If you're a member of ours, you received an e-blast talking about the announcement of the USDA Section 32 buy for almonds, up to $75 million. We put out an e-blast that included some information, not only the press release from the USDA with the details there, but also links to USDA as well as the Almond Board's link for how to become an approved uh, seller for that program. What will happen is the uh, USDA will put out a solicitation and then willing sellers who are registered with USDA can participate in the program. For more information on that, reach out to our office to get the links from us. But that program is through USDA. We're here to provide information on that as more comes out. Uh, we'll make sure we continue to get that information out. So if you're not a member of ours, become a member and get that information right into your inbox with trainings and more uh, to learn about that Section 32 by $75 million to keep our farmers farming and to keep our American almonds moving through the economy. We saw the, uh, let's see, position report came out this week. We saw the NAS uh, subjective estimate come out this week. Still a lot of information out there floating around exactly how many acres. Uh, I know I've had meetings this week with USDA and our growers. Um, happened to go into a USDA county office with some of our growers to talk about how a number of the different programs that are currently funded and available for our farmers are working together. Uh, so let's start there. Let's unpack this in pieces. So first of all, subjective report came out to five uh just over two five we've seen some other uh reports come out from different handlers and some different companies projecting two two uh and uh even you know two seven in some places i'm hearing but let's get honest here we still have shed going on right now we have a lot of other things going on we've got a lot of water still coming off those mountains i think there's a lot more information we're going to find out um, I'm not here to provide my prognostication. Uh, I keep my bets to myself. And for those of you who are good friends of mine, you know we're betting on a different number there. But that being said, what does that all mean for the rest of us? So every, um, we got our, our position report out for last month. Uh, shipping was down to uh, below 200 million pounds. So that's where that section 32 buy is gonna be critical to getting our product moving again, right sizing the amount of carrying so that we're ready for that August 1st date uh, and the start of the new crop year. So that's how all of that kind of plays together for all of you who aren't in industry. Happy to do like a 101 on that. Um, it's, it's almond math uh, for lack of a better phrase. Um, and I'm not saying anything that isn't already out there. This isn't some new deal for me. This is just data that's out there floating around uh, that all kind of hit in one big week. But that's where that section 32 buy is. It's to help move uh, that carrion off the market as well. Uh, so we're still pushing through for that August 1st date. August 1st is New Year's for almonds. That's the part of the beginning of the first, uh, the harvest for the, the, the current crop year. So um, how does that all play back? We've had a lot of winter storms coming through. We obviously know about the snowpack and amazing blessings of rain. We've seen flooding in areas uh, like Salinas Valley, We've seen obviously the resurgence, uh, uh, the resurgence and re renaissance of the Tulare Lake. Um, that's down in my Kings County homeboys and girls. That's home for me, so I totally understand that. Um, and we are seeing some good information come out. We're hearing a lot about disaster programming. One of the things that we've talked to you all about a lot 
has been the difference between disaster programming for damages and loss and disaster programming for crop loss. Now, for crop loss or crop damages, there is a presidential disaster order in place that includes flooding and winter storms. So what does that mean? That means programs like the Emergency Conservation Program or ECP is available. It means emergency loans are available. And for the first time, at least that I've ever seen, uh, and I, anybody who knows me knows I usually don't tout emergency loans, but federal emergency loans interest rate right now is actually lower than market average. So there's actually some benefit if you're interested in an emergency loan. You can call our office. Nicole and our team is well trained up on this. But what that means is the presidential disaster order is in place, which means disaster programs are currently in place for all of the winter storm activity. We continue to work with USDA to help on uh, as we get more information in from our county ag commissioners around crop loss. Now that we're past the shed or getting into shed and almost past shed, we're going to have more information on that coming soon. But there are current disaster programs available for tree damage due to winter storm activity or flooding. That includes the tree assistance program. Now tree assistance program or TAP, that's the tree itself. Emergency conservation program has six subcategories that include things like debris removal. So if a tree blows over, that's considered debris that can be removed. It also includes uh, replacement or any land prep work. So if you have an irrigation system that gets flooded out and you need to replace it, that's included in that as well. So if you'd like more information, feel free to reach out to us at Almond Alliance. We'll also be sending out kind of an updated one pager on what programs are currently available, how they work together, and how you can use that to do some of the uh, recovery on your farm from some of these winter storms. Or if you're experiencing any additional flooding, again, remember, document and notify. Call your ag commissioner if you're experiencing any physical damage on your farm or any crop damage or loss on your farm, as well as your local FSA office. And of course, call us at the Almond Alliance. We help Nexus with all of those players. So we were on the phone a lot this week and in a number of meetings, not only at our county offices for USDA, but even meeting with state leadership as well to make sure that we have clarification getting out in your county offices, make sure that there's good resources out in your county offices to help you all through this. Similarly, we're reporting this back up to our teams in Washington, D.C. and in Sacramento and making sure that that information is also reaching our various members of Congress, informing them of the process, informing them of what your needs are on the ground. So again, please, if you're experiencing any kind of damage or loss, please report that up through your Ag Commissioner, report that up through USDA, and give us a call at the Almond Alliance. We're trying to gather this all up, package it so people can understand it, so we can get good resources back on the ground to you. Um, we'll have more to report. There's a lot going on in this space. Uh, California was early in the disaster uh, phases here, along with the Mountain West. Um, we're going to start heading into hurricane season, so we're going to keep an eye on these disaster programs on the federal side as well. Another big announcement came out today out on the state side. We've been working with some partners up there as well. The Governor's May revised budget came out. Uh, we saw some things go down noticeably. Uh, the obvious answer for that is the state's deficit. Uh, if you remember, we'll be getting a summary out to you probably next week from our team in Sacramento, breaking down the May revise uh, published budget and uh, talking about what kind of affects us, what we're looking at, how we're watching it, and what we're going to be advocating for in those spaces. You know, one of the things to remember is you had a lot of money pumping in from the feds over the last few years, so I would expect to start seeing some federal dollars start dropping into these state programs that are having to cut their budget back as a result of budget deficit. So this is all of the inner workings that our team's been watching and uh, looking for those places to make sure that we're making sure 
almonds have a voice where it matters most to bring these resources back to on the ground. Why? Because our mission is to keep our farmers farming. So between key programs at the federal or at the state side, uh, disaster programs and farm bill coming on the federal side, along with appropriations and both sides, you know, follow the money where the money goes is going to help determine a lot of where policy is going to be going as well or how policy gets implemented. So watch out for those updates, both federal and state, coming out of our great teams in Washington, D.C. and Sacramento. Um, I feel like there was something else to tell you. Oh, well, we've been working a lot, too, along with partners at ESA or uh, EPA and Fish and Wildlife Service um, as we continue to work through the various listing um, of different endangered species. And uh, we should be having some more updates for you and the Pollinator Alliance here pretty quick. Uh, same thing goes if you're interested in habitat establishment under Pollinator Alliance, visit pollinatoralliance.farm. Our program is open. Uh, we are aiming to be turnkey the moment that our grant turns on. Uh, but in the meantime, we do have the opportunity to help start designing your on-farm programs for your fall plantings for any pollinator habitat you're interested in putting in. So please reach out to us, our team with Great Valley Seeds and the Almond Alliance are standing by to help. Um, finally, I'm going to give you a little preview. We've got membership renewals coming out in June, so we're coming for you. Uh, and if you're if you're not a member, join now uh, and we'll work with you on prorating your membership and make sure that we get you covered. But we've got membership renewals coming out in June and uh, we look forward to hearing from all of you. It's a great time to just catch up. We were out in the road today as well. Uh, in fact, we were, we were dividing and conquering uh, between uh, Van Brothers for their grower day, Hilltop Ranch for theirs. We had the team in Sacramento watching on the budget uh, and the May revise. We had our technical team uh, running herd on pollinators and doing work there. And we have the team in DC continuing to work on disaster, trade, uh, and uh, USAID and going after some of those other new programs, opening up new opportunities for almonds around the world. So it's been busy. It's, you know, we're kind of heading into the dog days of summer. It's just like farming. Um, you know, we're once we get everything planted and ready to roll, then it's, it's just slugging through and getting the work done. And that's where we're at. Always looking for those opportunities for you. And we love hearing from you. So please reach out to us at any time. Also know that we're here to be a resource for you. So you can visit us at almondalliance.org or you can call the office. Our team is standing by and, uh, we hope you're doing well. Enjoy the weather as it's starting to warm up. Be safe out there. If you're out in a flood area, if you have any issues on that, please reach out to us as well and uh, because we're here to serve you and we're here to keep our farmers farming and to make sure that American almonds are always number one in your heart. We'll talk to you soon. Take care.